Well, hello, people of uh, live and Facebook and YouTube and podcast and whatever. It's two guys talking about. I'm Kevin. I'm Bill. Wait a minute. Bill, say your name again. Bill. I, it, I hear something nasally going on. Fighting a little bit of a cold. Uh, it hit me on Friday. In fact, I got up this morning. I got up. I was getting out of bed, and I turned to my wife and went, morning. <laughs> she said, are you sick? You sound too good. Your voice sounds really good. Are you sick? And I said, uh, you didn't know that you had been spending the night with Sam Elliott, did you, darling? <laughs> So this morning, I've been doing, I've been doing a lot of Dodge Ram commercials. <laughs> I've been looking at scenes from, uh, from uh, you know, Star is Born. Uh, I mean, I can do Bradley Cooper, Sam Elliott, whoever you want done right now. I can, I can get that. <laughs> say, uh, just, just say, hello, darling. Hello, darling. Okay, so, so you're, you're a voice person. Yeah, you're a voice. voice artist. You're a a voice yeah. talent, right? Yeah. yeah. So is this a is this a good thing to well, to have this have this what what would you call it resonance? Your this it, it, it is if you can replicate it because you'll get you know you'll get a, a voiceover script and it'll say you know the producer wants he's looking for a Sam Elliott uh, shirtless on a tractor kind of sound. And you go, well, I don't really do that. But now I can. The problem then is, if you get the job, can you still sound like this? Well, that's true. That's a good point. That's so uh, it, it, I, I think there's not as much work for voices like that unless you really are Sam Elliott or Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper has got Sam Elliott's voice down perfectly, but I don't think I'm too far behind all and I think that I can, <laughs> well, you, I can get that done for you. Wherever you're watching or listening to us from, if you want to join the, the comments, we'd love to love to have you be part of the show. Um, drop a comment in and say, hey, where are you hey. from? No, not you. Not you. The, 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 the viewers. Uh, but we'd love, to, we'd love to know you're out there and join the show at any point. And, and if there's anything you would like to have Bill say in, in a Sam Elliott way, <laughs> type that in and... Uh, We'll get him to whip it up for you. Whip it good, darling. So, well, I, I hate you've got a cold, but I, I will say, in a in you know in in the West Bay, I can it. You, you are sounding pretty sexy this morning. Oh, thank you, Get partner. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you watch Grammy? Did you watch the Grammys last night? <clears throat> uh, no, no. I actually watched Ant Man and the Wasp. I watched uh, John Wick. Uh, Never seen but- it. I tuned a, a little bit to the the Grammys, the red carpet stuff, and yeah, not me. I don't remember who they were. The, most of the most of the uh, the singers, I don't know who they are anymore, the groups or anything. So, but the hostess, whoever that was, said something to one young lady, "You just look beautiful tonight." And the girl said, "Yes, thank you." And it's like, okay, don't we dig ourselves here a little bit? Uh, I didn't watch. I, I just again, they just minuscule. To turn to it so that I could have the joy of turning away from it. I didn't have to watch it. Um, I and I think I think the host was Alicia Keys. Oh, she it, yeah. This was not the girl who was doing the the interviewing on the red carpet. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Keys, I really like. She is gorgeous, super smooth. I love her voice. Alicia Keys was a great pick to yeah. be the MC for that event. Yeah, I. So here's where I am on on just 
award shows in general is I just don't watch them. I now I used to watch the Grammys some. Um, I've watched the CMAs some and things like that, but the only ones I used to watch probably semi regular regularly uh, were the Oscars. And that was years ago, and I would do these Oscar. I wouldn't do them, but I would. I, there were some buddies that we would do Oscar parties, and we would try and see how many, you know, we could get right. But the thing with me over time is one, I think the shows have become way too political. Um, I mean, the fact that, and we can probably talk about this at a different time. And if, if you guys want to talk about Oscars, let us know in the comments. But you know, the fact that they're not even going to have a host, how ridiculous is that? I think most award shows are down in ratings. Um, I like what I like, and I could care less about what the award is or, or whatever. Um, so I so no, I didn't I didn't care any. In fact, I had to remind myself yesterday. Oh, the Grammys are on tonight, and then I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I mean, I kind of get a kick out of you know who are you wearing kind of thing. So um, I'm I don't know who made this cap. This is a nod to my University of Richmond Spiders. By the way, I'm an alumnus of the University of Richmond. Very what nice. a year. Very it's nice. still alumnus. Uh, Eddie Bauer is my pullover. Under Armour is my T-shirt. Eddie Bauer jeans and Solomon footwear today. So that's and, who I am with today. And one of the things I always struggle with, it's it's Eddie, not Edie. It's not, it's not Edie. It's Eddie, yeah. Okay. Eddie, All right. It's E-D-D-I-E. -E. Okay. Just because, okay. I mean, that's yeah. important to know. I think the other thing to get into today perhaps might be is a brand new week. Uh, you know, Good Morning America, uh, what are we offended by today? Yes. What are we offended by today? We woke up a week ago to find out that Mary Poppins was deemed racist because in the scene where they're doing Step in Time with Dick Van Dyke's character Bert, they're doing the chimney sweep thing, she gets some soot on her face, she tries to clear it off, and in doing so makes it worse, to which then she just kind of owns it, takes it, adds more soot, and there's a professor at a college, I think Linville College out in Oregon, who wrote a piece for the New York Times that declared Mary Poppins to be racist. Un I think everybody jumped on this like, okay, now you're going a little far. Yeah, you know, um, Mike Rowe, a guy I think we both really love, yeah. um, did a little piece on it too, I saw, and he was like, wow, I just thought it was like hard work. Um, it's just, you know, now, are there, are there cases of black face? In fact, I think we have, we have, so I want to show this picture because this was another thing that was big last week. Um, it's the Gucci sweater. Yeah, it's like a baklava, or not a baklava, that's a dessert. That's, that's a dessert. <laughs> like a ski mask, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, by the way, baklava. A baklava sweater, I'd be all over. I'm all over it. You just yeah. started here. <laughs> but uh, but now, if you're listening to this on podcast, you can't see it. And and but it's it's basically I'm, I'm putting the picture up again. It's it the sweater pulls up over the mouth. It actually goes over the neck, and it leaves the little mouth hole open, uh, which I think we refer to as the mouth hole. And then, but there's red around it, which supposedly the designer said it was there to highlight off the black. And, you know, my question is, <laughs> blackface or not, who in the world is going to wear this ugly thing? 
Holy crap! That's the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my in my life. It's it's you know again deemed racist, and I can understand why that is. I heard from a, a black friend of mine who explained it to me. Uh, so at first, I thought, well, what's the big deal? And she explained it. You know, I said, okay, I get that. I'm more I'm personally offended just by how much Gucci charges for stuff. Oh, uh, I forgot right. how much that was. Yeah, it's insane. Some ridiculous. Yeah, amount. it's so, it's anyway. I think part of the deal. And before we went live, Kevin and I were talking about this. There have been instances in media where white comedians or actors mm -hmm. have done blackface, and there has been no pushback. Of course, this also prompted by Governor of Virginia, who who comes out the first day when these pictures are released. He says, "I'm really sorry about that." The next day, he goes, "Well, I don't even think that was me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know which one I was." Yeah, and now he's not even going to leave. So. I mean, this is now popping up. This is a recurring thing. Guys had their pictures taken in the 70s and 80s doing Michael Jackson impressions or whatever. There is a Saturday Night Live skit from 1984, I believe, with Eddie Murphy. Oh. And it's you can look it up on YouTube. Love Eddie White Murphy. like me. And it's brilliant. And he goes into New York City, but he goes in and he, has, so he looks like a white guy. Now it's all staged, you know. Uh, but there is some, like, white, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh moves uh, you know anyway stereotypes stereotypes that he's playing you know talking about hey they're watching film of how white guys move yeah man you gotta walk like your but you're holding your butt real tight you gotta that's how that's how white guys move and it was very funny but jimmy fallon has done blackface jimmy yeah. kimmel did a whole bit as carl malone and is carl malone in black body i mean in an nba outfit uh uniform so i think maybe a little consistency as to what is offensive and what is not yeah uh, that's what kind of throws me is the inconsistency of what is offensive and what is not offensive, depending on perhaps who is doing it. You know, and I, I think that's a good point. And I think that's, I mean, obviously, if it's extreme racism, I, I just, I don't have any time for that. I do think there's a lot of things that get dumped into that, that because we, we just, we're in a society now, I think that is oversensitive to everything and and it's just easy to say, well, you offend me by that because then it can shut down the conversation. But but there's an inconsistency in things. I mean, if we go back to the Grammys for a second, again, didn't watch it from what I was reading this morning, uh, Michelle Obama makes an appearance with Lady Gaga, and I forgot who the other two. Jennifer uh, Lopez was there. They come out arm in arm, and, and she's going to make a statement, evidently, about how important music is and stuff like that, which I would say this isn't about Michelle Obama, but I don't think we need anybody to tell us the importance of music. I don't know that we need a non-musician to tell us that anyway. But yet then Drake, supposedly, is making a, 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 um, uh, an acceptance for something, and they, they cut him off because he starts blasting the... Um, yeah the show and I'm like well where's the inconsistency there um, by the way Zoe said uh, that she dressed as Wonder Woman one time and it didn't seem to offend anyone well Zoe let me just say this if Bill had dressed as Wonder Woman how would you feel <laughs> there's a question there's a question there's a question yeah it just it's 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 really weird um, it's it's very inconsistent uh, I think that is what bothers me uh, more than anything. So, um, but hey, you know, and we should have teased this at the top. We saved something really juicy for today. Juicy? Is it juicy? 
It's, I tell you, if you're talking about what I think you're talking yes. about, it seemed to be a hot topic. I'm seeing it all over social media. I saw it. I was around a lot of young females on, that sounds weird, on Friday, and they were all talking about Marie Kondo and sparking joy. Does this spark joy? And the decluttering. She's got a Netflix series, I guess, YouTube videos everywhere, best-selling books. She is an organizer, uh, declutterer, professional and it's her um actually the organization of her organizational technique you've got five different uh you know categories of things in your life to declutter mm -hmm. and you're supposed to throw like everything on your bed like all of your clothes everything in your master closet your guest room closet the closet off of your office the closet in the downhill downstairs uh, hallway Everything goes on your bed. Mm -hmm. Our problem is we've got to move stuff off of our bed so that we can then put all that stuff on our bed. <laughs> so what you place it down by, and it's apparently you've got to do it in this order. Clothes, books, yes. papers. Yes. He calls kimono. And I'm like, I really don't have any kimonos. And if I, I don't know if I would admit it. But... Kimono means miscellaneous. Yes. So we got a lot of miscellaneous in our house. It's like everything and else. Finally, mementos or uh, sentimental things. We've got a lot of that. Again, Marion and I have been married for 30, coming up on 38 years next month. That's cool. Accumulated a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, we and rid of stuff definitely and 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 let us know in the comments if you if you watch Maria if you I think the show is called is it tidying up. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I think she's also got some books out too. Uh, but let us know in the comments if, if you've if you've watched it, what you think of it. Um, so Bill had mentioned, hey, we ought to talk about this, and I I had because uh, we're big Netflix and Hulu viewers, and so I'd seen the show promoted on there, and I'm like, well, you know, hey, if we're going to talk about it, let's watch a little. So we watched a couple of episodes last night. There's only eight episodes, and most of them are about a half hour. And so we watched one. It was a couple uh, that have two kids, younger kids. They're wanting to have a third kid. And, oh, my word, the amount of stuff they had. Uh, they made it appear that, that the woman had more. Um, and, and it did seem that way a little bit, that she was the one a little harder to let go of stuff. But, uh, but it was absolutely amazing. But then they said something that I can relate to, like, well, you know, and then we get kind of a a clean surface somewhere and eventually we put stuff there and and it's easy to do I learned this years ago from a promotions assistant at the radio station where I worked at and she talked about being a uh, FSA a flat space abuser <laughs> if there's a flat space in their house they will fill it or uh, the table at which I'm sitting in our dining room other than what I've got the Mac here loaded. I mean, it's got stuff on the table. The, the, the dresser here, the the, uh, the cabinet we've got here, it's got stuff on it. Our dining area tables covered in stuff. Our island in the kitchen covered in stuff. And we, you know, we can make this place. My wife especially can make this. If we're having company, uh, boom, whirlwind, and this place will look like it's right out of Southern Living magazine. It's amazing. Yeah. If we have a party or have people over on a Saturday, by Monday afternoon, 
every flat space is refilled. I don't know how it happens, but it just, we both do it. But Marianne and I, this is another topic. She is the youngest of three siblings. I am the youngest of three siblings. Wow. According to psychologists, what this means is no one is running the asylum. <laughs> That's what that means. Because you're the youngest? It's something about it, man. That's like, weird. I don't know we expect somebody else to do it for us or what. And I know what, what I should do, but I just don't do it. But the decluttering, I mean, we've all got stuff, right? And her thing, Marie Kondo's thing is, does it spark joy? Now, what, of course, what you can mean is, you know, can I live without this? You can frame it in your own way. Do I love this? Would yeah. I really, really, really miss this? Some of the stuff I have, for example, like if Mary, and I've already told her, it's like, look, I know you gave me this shirt, but this is really not my style. I'm probably going to donate it. We've got a place near here that, you know, they, yeah. it's a consignment center. And they raise a lot, I mean, millions of dollars for Alzheimer's research. So that, we, and that's good. We, that's don't, yeah. we donate a lot of stuff to them. Um, so, but does it spark joy? Yeah. So not everything in your life sparks joy. So using that template already today, I lost my health care premium. Chuck that. <laughs> That certainly does not. <laughs> and finally, my size 34 waist jeans. They don't spark joy. They gave me hope. <laughs> There's no joy. So that's what the whole hope com uh, hope movement was about. It was about getting getting you in your skinny jeans. Exactly. <laughs> not skinny, but There's a visual. Much, much less waste. Well, so here's what I here's what I could relate to. I, I did relate to that that it's easy to pile up, it's easy to accumulate. What do you really need? What do you really want? There, um, and I, and I think this is possible possibly for another show. I'm fascinated, fascinated with minim, minimalism. The whole uh, minimalist movement. Uh, the documentary called Minimalism on Netflix is phenomenal. Um, yeah, there's a guy. Last name Becker, do you follow him? There's a Joshua Becker uh, on Facebook. It's a, the yes. page is Becoming Minimalist. Yeah. And it is fascinating and I love it. Yeah. I, I, you know, we'll see you on TV. We're talking about flat, yeah. flat space abuse and filling up every. I love pictures like when you see on CBS Sunday morning and they go into an art gallery, an art museum, and there's this giant room and there's one picture on the wall yeah. and there's nothing else there's in nothing the room. Else. Yeah. It's, I love that yeah. look. Yeah, I just love it. Do I do it? No. Well, I think there's that. something there. I'm, I'm drawn to that. And I'm also drawn to the tiny house thing. I don't think I want to live in one. I think I could stand about a day. But, but what intrigues me is, though, how you have to really figure out how much you don't need to live in the space. So when you go back to Maria Kando? The condo. Condo. Like a condo. Yeah. Um, I was fascinated by it because I think there's a lot there in, in the way you do. Where it, where I can't track with it, though, is, you know, in, in telling inanimate objects what they mean to you before you get rid of them. I mean, there was a scene where they had books and books and books and books and books, and she was waking up the books before she got rid of it. And I realize there's a different culture thing there and stuff like that. I'm like, eh. Now, what I was saying to my daughter is, though, even though I don't, I'm not tracking with that part of it, I get the whole decluttering. Um, in fact, I even read a quote that she calls uh, people that have storage bins hoarders. It's like, well, where the heck are you going to put it, though? But I think if you're 
taking stuff over here and you're just repacking to hide over here. Like the one couple, they found two boxes in their garage, which, by the way, they could not get a vehicle in. Not one vehicle. It was oh, that full. You've been here. We'd, I, for a limited time, for maybe, we've lived here 20 years. We've gotten a car in the garage for maybe six months. We Total. have a two-car garage, and, and my truck and our van is in it. Now, the walls are lined around it. Um, but they found two boxes with this couple when they were go on the show, when they were going through, that, that they still had from their move seven years prior that were still taped up. And the wife was like, yeah, but we might need it. Yeah, you might need it. Um, yeah. So we would love to know, uh, have you watched her show? How do you feel about the movement? How do you feel about, you know, telling your stuff that you, uh, you, you're connected with it before you get rid of it? You know, does that resonate with you or not? Um, because she's very popular. The other thing, too, that I was fascinated with is, and I kind of like this, is she evidently speaks hardly any English at all. And so in all the episodes, we watched two, she has a translator with her. And then when she's even addressing uh, the audience with some tips and stuff or setting up the episode, it's, it's all in Japanese with subtitles. And I actually thought that was kind of cool as opposed to, well, maybe they, you know, maybe the Americans can't follow it, you know, but I, it just, I don't know. It's a small thing, but um, I, I found it fascinating. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would like to be able to do that, but let me let me add this, if I may, because you know, and I've, I've shared this before, my, I don't want to say love affair or fascination, but I definitely have a more of an interest in philosophy now than I used to. I remember guys taking philosophy in college, and I'm like, what, you mean you sit around and you know, why, it's the old Bill Cosby line about why is there air? You know, you sit around and go, why is there air? You know, it's the air to blow up volleyballs and footballs, and that's why there's air. Um, but I think when it comes to decluttering, it it can also and should be more in our lives than stuff. It can be the decluttering of recurring negative thoughts. It can sure. be decluttering of people in our lives that you can you know you can figure out a way to not have to hang with these people because they bring you down. There are people that I've had in my life that a simple text back and forth with them, I, I finish it leaving like almost drained or a phone call with them and you're just drained. Yeah. Much less you're know, spending time with them either because of their negativity or yeah. something. I mean, it's one of those deals that you hear about toxic people and maybe they're not toxic to others, but they're toxic for whatever reason. Your two personalities don't mesh. Some people would argue that you don't get along with people who are just like you. I, I pray that that is not the case, uh, uh, because I, I hope I'm better than the than or or can behave better than the people that I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, but but there are there is more than one way of decluttering as far as stuff. There there are thoughts and there are people in your lives that if you can be around them less, we'll say, or control your thoughts or think a positive thing instead of a negative thing, replace it. It's hard to stop something. It's easier to see what's happening and replace it with True. something than try to stop a thought or a pattern of behavior. By the way, I'd just like to point out that Zoe says, Bill, you're getting deep now. Well, thank you, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I get back to my Sam Elliott impression this morning. Oh, so, um, and by the way, if you missed the beginning of the, of the show, Bill, Bill does have a little cold, so he's, he's sounding a little bit more like Sam Elliott. 
Um, and uh, Sandy, I think, is very excited with that. So thank you. Thank you, Sandy. Um, but uh, we, uh, we've enjoyed this this morning, kind of talking about different things that were on our mind. We'd love to hear what you think about what we talked about, whether it's the Grammys or Maria Kondo. Marie. What did I say? Uh, Dang it. If you Maria. Dang it. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to edit this where I'm going to take the first half I got her first name right and the second half where I got that, and it'll just, it'll sound, it'll sound edited, but. Um, Seamless. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and then, uh, by the way, Zoe's saying she, uh, she decluttered her Facebook friends. I think we can, uh, we can, uh, we can all, uh, we can all agree to, uh, to sometimes how that can go. Yeah. You like that, didn't you? I feel badly doing that, and I feel very badly when someone, and again, it, it gets back to politics, when they will say just, you know, if you voted for whoever, just go ahead and unfriend me. And it's like, you know, I'm not willing to lose you as a friend because of the way I voted. If you want to drop me, that's fine, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ready to, to flush a friendship because of politics. That's I'm true. just. That's true. I'd just rather hide you. <laughs> I mean, you can do that. I, I, I unfollowed people, certainly. I, I'm not going to unfriend you. Hey, we appreciate you being part of the show and you watching this. If you want to find out more about us or how uh, you want, can want to sponsor the show or just anything like that, you can go to twoguystalkingabout.com. It's got a lot of... Uh, a lot of um, good information about that. Um, and also you can connect with us on obviously the Facebook page or the YouTube uh, page. Uh, you can send us a direct message. Uh, we'd love if you would uh, share this uh, with other folks and comment, let us know. And if you want to get in touch with us, Bill, best way to get in touch with you. Best way would probably be my public Facebook page, which is just Bill Jordan on Facebook. And it's me and a microphone. The photo is in color. I have one that's in black and white, and that is for people I actually know in real life. Uh, should we ever meet and we become friends, I'm happy to have you on there as, as a friend friend. My two pages are probably 95% redundant, same thing that I post. Uh, but probably the best way there. And then uh, on Twitter, Bill Jordan, VO for voiceover. Bill Jordan VO. That's at Twitter. So at Bill Jordan VO. Excellent. And if you want to get in touch with me, it's at Kevin Colby Media almost everywhere. So anyway, we uh, we appreciate you and you being here. And we'll be back next Monday unless Bill's voice has gotten so low he just uh, he just can't talk. So uh, so veneer. Do what? Below the range of the human ear. There we go. So. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to let Bill sign us off in his best deep Sam Elliott. But until next time, I'm Kevin Colby. I'm Bill. Well, now you got you to... Gotta... I'm going to say that. Okay, all right. I'm just going to say, so long, darling. <laughs> That's my Sam Elliott sign off. See you guys. Thank you.